Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Back in the studio. Once again for the episode three. Episode three, Guards of 615, we are in here. What's up, Calvin? Nothing much, bro. What you been on? What's good? Uh, nothing. I'm I'm finally getting my uh, YouTube channel back on track. I've been I've been YouTube slacking. channel, YouTube channel. Hold on, what YouTube channel, bro? I got a YouTube. I started. Yeah, I got a YouTube channel. I had it for a while, but I got I started slacking on posting content. Uh, so, hold on. What content you posting? Like Call of Duty uh, stuff or? Yeah, may, mostly Call of Duty. I got some like Dragon Ball Xenoverse stuff, and then uh. I was doing comic book reviews, but uh, I got like three of them. Oh my gosh, they take forever to, to <laughs> edit, like to record it, to edit, edit it, and then I like write a script to keep my thoughts together. Because if I try to do it off the top of my head, like you know how I get like you be my, adventuring get, off into different stuff. Yeah, and I just my, my <laughs> words be slurring and like my brain scrambles. So I, I got to write a script to like stay on track. And I mean, if to do one comic book, it might take. It might take a legit five, maybe six hours between uh, editing it for audio, uh, video, cutting it, trimming it, and then uploading it. It, it just takes forever. So I was like, I, I, I'm not going to be able to do all this all the time. <laughs> but like my Call of Duty stuff, it I don't, I, I don't edit. The when I play, I just put the whole game on there, so I don't cut or trim anything. So I just I just put like a, I guess a title slide and an ending slide to the to the video. So there's like very minimal editing. So it takes me maybe a minute thirty to edit, and then another couple minutes to upload it. So it's so much faster just to do the game stuff. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you on that. I feel you. But first and foremost, I have an announcement to make. <laughs> I, I need to make announcements for all the trolls out there that are online. Six hiding, nine trolls. <laughs> all of them hiding behind their little screens, their little safety, safety net. Bro, if you are a troll, just just stop. You're wasting your time, you're wasting everybody's time. It's so pointless. Like I can't I can't tell you how much I hate trolling because it's so stupid because people literally follow people to troll them. We don't have to follow them. It's it's. I was just looking at like somebody posted something, some celebrity or whatever, and I went through their comments and there's people just posting some of the most ignorant stuff I've ever seen in my entire life. And it's like, why? It's so stupid. But you know how people be. They just got to they got to, you know trolled to make themselves feel better so they put somebody else down but they can suck my big toe (laughs) fact but all right sports 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 so sir who do you have for the the mvp race for the nba who's your who who's your top i guess your top three who do you see taking well i guess they have the top three but who do you see taking it uh, okay, I'm definitely gonna put you know LeBron and Giannis up there. That's all. That that's that's already a given. I feel like uh third, third place, man. Dame, <laughs> Dame Dollar. Well, I know. I feel like that one's tough for me 
because you know I'm rooting for Port- Portland. Mm-hmm. Um, but that one's tough because I feel like it's it was kind of late. Like he's always been balling, but mm-hmm. the level he's playing now, it's it was kind of on the tail end of the season. Yeah. So if he's been you. playing like he's playing now the entire season, oh for sure. But the thing I, about I, it, I give the, it to Dame. The thing about it though is that um, what's it called? Only reason why he been playing ridiculous out of his mind is because the whole thing with Skip Bayless, Paul George and his family and Dame's family, you know, they got into like that altercation over Twitter or something like that. And obviously, yeah. you know, Pat Pat Beverly, you know, doing Pat Beverly things and all that. So I, I that that definitely fueled him a little bit, I feel like, to, you for know, sure. go out there and, you know, you know, let his game speak for himself. And we already seen the highlights and the points and all that. So Yeah. But and I mean him. Yeah, go ahead. No, 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 you go. <laughs> I was like, oh, and I was just going to say, him pulling off from half court, this isn't new because he was doing that last year too. He's yeah. just, I just feel like now he's kind of, he's practicing it and he's like perfecting it to where mm-hmm. that's going to be a, a, a everyday high percentage shot for him. Yeah, definitely. And with the confidence too, man, just to come past half court and just pull it like that, come on now. For sure. I, I, I Me personally – my I got my top three: Giannis, Harden, and LeBron. Mm-hmm. I feel like Giannis is gonna win it just because he's got the momentum from last year, winning MVP. The team's just as good as they were last year. He's playing on pretty much a better level than last year, um, so you could argue he's the MVP because it's basically a duplicate of last year. But just mm-hmm. him, how many points did he average last year? Do you remember? I have no idea. Um, but he's, he's averaging like 29.5. So whether it's a little bit better or worse, he's, you know, I can see him winning it. Who do I think that I think LeBron James deserves it? Because when it comes to MVP, you know, most people think MVP is the best player in the league. No, 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 no. You don't, MVP is the most valuable player to their respected team, right? Mm-hmm. So, so the way I see it is if you take LeBron, let's say you take James Harden, you take LeBron James, and you take Giannis off of each of their teams. I think the Lakers, even though they still have Anthony Davis, I still feel like they they would be the worst of the three teams. You you can argue it, but you know, AD's kind of been a tad bit inconsistent this year mm-hmm. in terms of, you know, you know, performing. And then when he was with the Pelicans. He couldn't do it by himself in terms of getting the team there. So I think LeBron's the most valuable player just because you take LeBron off the Lakers. I don't think they even, you know, there's a chance. You could argue that they don't even make the playoffs. I still think the Bucs would make the playoffs. I still think Houston would make the playoffs without Harden or without Giannis, respectively. That's who I'd go for is LeBron. Put LeBron, you can put LeBron on any team, and he's going to make them a playoff team. So that's just the benefit of, like, just having LeBron. The LeBron effect. Mm-hmm. Oh, and uh, let's see, Giannis, he had, let's see, I'm looking it up right now. Last year, he averaged 27.7, so 28 points uh, he averaged last year, and now he's at, right now he's at 29.5 for this season, so 30 so, points? I mean, so a better season mm-hmm. than when he had with his MVP season. Exactly. From a, from a point standpoint. Yeah, from uh, stats. Mm-hmm. Let's see what else, let's see. His assists are still the same. His rebounding has went up one. 
his uh let's see. Ooh, yeah. Free throw percentage dropped. Free dropped. Throw? Free throw percentage dropped. Was seventy two last year, now it's at sixty three percent. Jesus. Um Nah. It's free throws. It but free throws win games though, man. It does, but uh yeah. I mean, I when like, you have I'll, a when you have a drop off that big, fine. It's like that does that, that you got taken account. That does change a change a game though. It especially it does, from us. But how many free throws did he shoot last year compared to this year? Because it also might have dropped because he took more. In that sense, true, 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 true. But at the same time, dude, it's free throws. You in the NBA, that should be free. You know. Well, <laughs> I, I ideally, it should be free. you know, some guys they just. It, they're never. They're just not good free throw shooters. Even yeah, but I see what you're saying. For him, you he should have. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yep, yep, yep. So, uh, so, so your MVP race. Who? So, so you got Giannis for you. I still got LeBron. I got LeBron for mine. No, I got LeBron. I just. Oh, you got I, LeBron. I was just saying I could. I understand if Giannis wins, but I think LeBron should win it. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. So, man. NBA predictions, man. I was looking on uh, – I follow Sideline Sources, a uh, very good uh, platform to follow if you look into sports and everything. And these are the predictions that they got. And I just want to see what you think about this. So, Jazz and Nuggets, they got 4-3. Nuggets winning it. I can see that. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's see. Raptors, Nets, uh, 4-1 Raptors. Uh, I can see – I can see the next pulling out two games instead of one. I can see them doing that. Yeah. Uh, 76ers and Celtics. That is an interesting one because Ben Simmons is out at the point guard spot. So, uh, I mean, I, obviously, I mean, I mean, they got Joel Embiid. They got Al Horford. No, I'm saying who does uh, Silent Source has winning that series? Oh, the Celtics, but they're saying 4-2. I'm saying that might be like a a 4-1 series just because Ben will be out. I think it's it's 4-1 sounds about right. And then we have the Mavs Clippers 4-2 Clippers. I'm kind of iffy on that, man, because, you know, Luke has been putting up numbers and everything. Hopefully Chris Stapps, uh, Porzingis can, you know, you know, do what he does. I can see that going to four three. To be honest, with the Clippers still winning it though, um, right? Uh, yeah, seven games. Mm-hmm. I could see and, that. I think if if Mavs win the first game, if if Mavs win this first game, then I think it'll go to Game Seven. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely, definitely. And then we uh, got the Bucks uh, versus the Magic. Just Bucks <laughs> straight four. Sweet. I can see that. Yeah. I can, yeah, I can see that. That that's a given because. Aaron Gordon is not handling uh, Giannis. So, no. nah. Uh, Heat and Pacers. This is the thing that got me. They said Heat 4-1. Really? I don't see that at all, especially with TJ Warren, the way he's been playing. I just don't see that. I mean, I Dude. can see the Heat winning it, but I can see – I want to say 4-2. I want to say 4-2 Heat. Sick games. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I was. I was gonna say six games. I'd still give it to the Heat. Still, yeah, definitely, definitely, yeah, definitely. Uh, then we got the Rockets and Thunder four three with the Rockets pulling it out. Okay. I, only thing that I see in this man, 
who is going to guard uh, Stephen Adams on the Rockets? Because you know they got they got rid of they're, Capella. They're and they gonna, got uh, they're going to have to put uh, PJ PJ Tucker is going to have to step up. But against against have, Stephen Adams though they have no they have no choice. Uh, that should be bully ball, bro. Because if I'm <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, PJ Tucker's the toss on the team now, isn't he? I think no, no. no. The, I, who who is Peter Tucker still playing the four? Or they moved him to center. No, they moved him to center. I think they definitely moved him to they moved they moved him to center. But they have a um, they have a big that comes off the bench that that comes in for him. And oh, everything Tyson that's, Chandler. They got Tyson Chandler. Uh, I'm pretty sure they do. Am I tripping? It's kind of hard to keep up with all these. These teams, with everybody dropping out too, that's not playing yeah. on the roster too. I think Tyson Chandler is on there. I don't know. Hold on, let's see. While I'm looking this up, this is the last thing that got me kind of just like just rattled a little bit. They said Lakers Blazers Lakers four one. You really think that? Ah, uh, see, my thing with the Lakers, everybody's everybody. So the problem with 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 sizing up with the Lakers is. Everybody's been like so. A lot of people have been disappointed with the Lakers because of how they played in the bubble, especially since they clinched the first spot. Everybody's been like, "Oh, the Lakers—they're not looking too good." Oh, the Portland could give them a run for the money. I, you know, remember I'm a huge Melo fan, so as of right now, I'm pulling for Portland, right? So don't think I'm a Lakers fan being biased. I'm the exact opposite. I'm being non-biased as possible because I'm going for Portland, but. You have, we have to understand, if people have to understand as a general public, the Lakers clinched the first seed in the West. Once you clinch the first seed, you are not – I don't want – you know, a lot of coaches like, oh, you should still play as hard as you can. Yeah. We Look, me and you both know, being – you know, we've played basketball at a, at a competitive level. When you clinch that first seed, you kind of mm-hmm. – you don't play – the same to your level full of, potential, right? Yeah. You're not playing mm-hmm. to the same level as if you know it'd be if they were the eighth seed, or if they were they needed to win all their games to clinch the first. Or, you know, what I'm saying if they were still trying to clinch the first, it had been. I feel like they would have been a different story in how they were playing. But to mm-hmm. me, the way I was seeing watching the game, it looked perspective that they were playing. They were just playing to work on their offense, work on chemistry, work on talking, maybe work on some different lineups, and just. Stay healthy to make it to the playoffs. Don't do nothing too extra. Don't get too wild, too out of whack, and, you know, get injured in the playoffs right around the corner. We've clinched the first spot. You know what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. I feel like the Lakers we've seen the past few games before the end of the bubble, I don't feel – I feel like that's not the Lakers that's going to show up tomorrow. It's not. And the thing about it, too, there was an interview that LeBron was talking about. He He was basically saying that, like, we're nowhere near where we should be, but he said they were going to get there, right? But and they know that's the thing; they know that too, so they're aware of like, oh, this isn't our best game. But yeah, you know, LeBron playoff LeBron—that's a different beast. Yeah, definitely. And the thing too, I think is going to be the key factor is how uh, Anthony Davis plays. I really oh, feel yeah. that way. Yes, I think it's going to come down to because I feel like LeBron—he's going to do what he always does. He never disappoints. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's going to come down to. KD stepping up and getting into that uh, 
That, like, you say that, KD, bro? Did I say, you did mean I say AD? KD? Yeah, AD. he did. <laughs> AD. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. But <laughs> needs, AD needs to get into that, like, monster mentality of what, you know, what everybody's been trying to say. Like, he needs to play like he can't be stopped. He needs to take more shots. If he can do that and shoot 40% from the field, oh, he'll be straight. Yeah. Facts. Facts, facts, facts. But I'm just – they really going to disrespect him, giving them fo- just one game? Just one game? Not, no, not... I know. I, I think I think Portland can. I think Portland can win too. With yeah, if they because and then because I had somebody because I you know I'm 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 hyping up Portland. I had somebody uh, say to me, um, "Port because Portland barely beat the Nets. They barely like they bar- they're bar- barely beating all these teams. And half the teams didn't have like their starters playing. Mm-hmm. But Portland, they kind of play to their competition. So like." They 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 just play for that game, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I feel like they can come out and hang with the Lakers, and I feel like they can, they'll probably get two wins. Yeah, and the thing too that I want to go back to. Uh, by the way, the Rockets do have Tyson Chandler. They do have him okay. coming off the bench, okay. and then they got oh my god, they got Robert Covington as listed as a center right now. And oh. he's normally a small forward, isn't he? Yeah, and they he's got a, Jeff. They got Jeff Greenless as a center too, and he, Robert Covington, Jeff six, Green. Yeah, they got him listed as a center. Come on now, come on. There's no that's, way. That's just their small ball lineup. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Definitely. I mean, it got them to the playoffs because beforehand it didn't like they was gonna make it until they got rid of their center and they started balling. Hmm. But the thing about it, dude, they play that, like, run-and-gun offense. It's just, like, get the ball up the court, shoot the ball. It goes in, play defense. Just run back, yeah. play defense. I guess, I'll, their, I'll, I yeah. guess their mentality is the more shots that they put up is – the more shots they put up, the better likelihood that they will win the game, I guess. I guess yeah, that's their philosophy They're going right to try to out-possession out you, basically. Mm-hmm. And they're going to run the floor since they ain't got a big man. If you got P.J. Tucker playing the center, that's five out. And that paint is open. It's so open, especially for Russ. You know, when the lane's yeah. open, that, that's that's time for Russ to attack and James Harden. So. I think I think it was. I mean, a lot of people were like, "Oh my gosh!" But I think with their offense, with who they have, I thought it was a smart move because now the lane's not going to be clogged because you know you don't have to have anybody posted up, like you said, five out mm-hmm. with Harden and Westbrook. Mm-hmm. Nobody in the lane. And, and you then, know, if you help, if you help, they're going to kick it out for a three. Yes, I think it'd be deadly for them. But the thing about it, though, they have to shoot a good percentage. Yes, they can't they, just yeah. come out. They can't just come out and just be throwing up stuff and hope for it to go in. They have to execute. They have to. Yeah, they. That's they'll, they'll basically live and die. They have to shoot out, and it worked. And on defense, they're gonna have to. I don't even know what they're gonna have. To I don't do even know what they're gonna do on defense, just because. Who they play first game? Who the the Rockets? Yeah, the you Thunder. Said, okay, Steve, right? Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. So Stephen Adams, that's right. Stephen Adams, Stephen yeah. Adams, Chris Paul, Shy, yeah, all them, man, all them. But yeah, man, it's fun. gonna be interesting. It's gonna be interesting. I think who won today? The Nuggets? Did the Nuggets win today against uh, the Jazz? Yeah, Nuggets won. Jamal uh, Murray put up fifty. Was it Jamal? No, was it, Jamal? it was uh, 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 Mitchell. Donovan, Donovan Mitchell. Mitchell. Fifty-seven. Put he put up like thirty nine though, so he's. I heard they were thirty something. They were going back to back from what I was hearing on the uh, on the little podcasting I was listening to during work. Yeah, um, I watched all of them except for the 
the Nuggets won. Because uh, Raptors won theirs. The Celtics won theirs. And um, Dallas is winning right now, but they're only up three. Yeah, they got to yeah, they got to take. They got to they got to get that in the bag, man. They got to. Anyways, so we're done with the NBA predictions. NBA draft pick, man. That's coming is that's coming up very very soon. So I just want to talk to you. Who 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 do you got number 1, man? Who who you got going number 1 pick between Melo, Anthony Edwards, and James Wiseman? And a lot of people too somebody put this in there too. Obi Toppin from Dayton. I don't think he's going to be a number one pick, but he's definitely going to be a top five pick. I don't know if you really know about Obi Toppin, but he's a yeah. Uh, uh, wait, D- he uh, he plays at Dayton, right? Yeah, Dayton. Yeah. See, okay. So, out of so out of the three, the 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 Mellow Ball, Anthony Edwards, and James Wiseman. Out of mm-hmm. those three, I think James Wiseman goes first. No, 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 no. I take that back. I think. Anthony Edwards goes first. Yeah, I was that. That's my top pick. That's my pick, dude. Because, well, dude, who? Uh, we don't know who has the first pick yet, do we? No, I don't believe so. No, oh uh, no, that definitely has not came out yet. Okay. If it did, if it did, I, we will kind of know who's going to be the number one pick at that yeah, point. Yeah, because obviously, if Warriors get the first pick, they're not going to take a guard. Yeah, I think they'll they'll take a center. So then I think James Wiseman will go. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think if like uh, I think if the Cav- Cavaliers if they go, I feel like they'll get Anthony Edwards. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I mean, dude, he's just. And the thing about James Wiseman too, which sucks for him, is just you know the NCAA and everything. He had to sit out, and then he then he just went ahead and just you know left Memphis yeah. and everything. But I just wish we would have had like I wish that never happened to him because I think he I think he would have proved to be the number one pick to be honest. Just because, right. like, he – like, if you just look at, like, his highlights from, like, his, like, what – how many games he played? Like, five games or something like that. He was a big man running the floor like that, and he and he's a spot-up shooter to stretch the floor. That's a deadly combo, especially in the NBA. You're talking about – wait, we're talking about James, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's – he – uh, yeah, it was, like, five – no, it was three games, but he was averaging, like, 19, 20 points. Yeah. Something like that, and 10 rebounds. Yeah. But Anthony Edwards, man, just if you look at his games and everything, and especially when I think it was the Maui tournament or whatever, I forgot who they played. He literally brought that team back just by himself, just doing everything possible. Oh yeah, but for sure. I he, think I, I think he got. I think I, I'm taking if if it was me, I'm taking Anthony Edwards any day. Now this is gonna sound crazy, but I think Obi Toppin might go before uh, Mellow Ball. You really think that? I mean, you I really look, think that you no, really, but, especially look, all the stuff wait, that Levar. <laughs> look, but looking at the stats, looking at the stats. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Where's where's my stats at? I had to. I took notes. So listen, uh, Mellow Ball averaged seventeen points. Mm-hmm. He averaged six six point eight assists, and. I want to say three rebounds, mm-hmm. some some a small number of rebounds. Okay, mm-hmm. now, now Obi Toppin twenty points, seven rebounds, two assists. Mm-hmm. 
Like, stat-wise, but then again, he's a forward, you know, yada, yada, yada. But stat-wise, I think Obi might be a, a better scorer. Well, yeah, oh, I feel like Obi's a better scorer in terms of a player. So if a team's looking for somebody that, that's, you know, ready to score right now, I think Obi's a better choice. Are you going just by because – how am I going to put this? What are you what are you basing the scoring off of though? Like, yeah, it, it gets it gets tricky at that point. It yeah, gets real it's tricky two at that positions. Point. Yeah, and you know, Lamelo Lamelo can score from really anywhere. But the thing about Lamelo though, he's so inconsistent with scoring. Don't get me wrong; he's a a very good playmaker and everything. He'll get his team involved in everything. But they, I I just feel like he does a little bit too much. A little bit too much at times that's the only thing but you know what i'm saying he, he's young yeah. when he gets to the league and everything they're always going to coach him and everything like that same thing with anthony edwards and james wiseman they're going to do that that's the part of the coach's job obviously so yeah and then you know he's got he's got hype around him so that that also might help him with his case of if he does go number one i think it'd be off of pure hype well not yeah. pure i won't say pure hype but that's the difference maker between him and the other guys is he has all this hype from when he was in high school mm-hmm. doing all this stuff, like just the, the hype around him. But, 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 but this is one thing that I will agree with you on with taking Obi Toppin over Mello. Obi Toppin is such a big energy boost. Like the dunks that he does and everything and all that, if he does like those crazy dunks or whatever in the game, dude, that that's, energy that's just more yeah. energy for the team everybody gets hyped and they start playing they 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 really start locking in and everything oh for sure that the he's like a, a momentum swinger exactly exactly so what we got next man what we That'd got be next? interesting uh so oh so now we're switching to we're switching to some film stuff so look i need i was thinking about this the other day so what are your favorite actors maybe like you know, two or three, and what are some of your favorite movies that they're in? Okay, man. I actually wrote down three. I actually wrote down three, actually. So, first one, man, I got to put Denzel Washington. That is the GOAT right there. Oh, for and sure. The GOAT, man. Then, do we really need to name off these movies that he's in? I'm, just, I'm just, just, some, just some top. If you want to name all, you name all, or just the top ones. All right. These are my top ones. I'm going to say Glory. Malcolm X, okay, remember okay. the Titans. John okay, okay. Q, John Q, John Q. Can never forget that movie. That's a great movie. Training Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Classic. Training Day. <laughs> uh, we got Man on Fire. Went crazy in that one. We've got uh, The Inside Man. Pretty good, pretty good. Great debaters. Great movie. American Gangster. If you yes, haven't sir. seen it, yes, you got to see it. You got to see it. Frank Lucas. Research about it. Book of Eli. Oh my gosh, that's bro. Book of Eli, Eli? that hit me so different at the end. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Talk about shook. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. But I'm not done yet. We got the equalizer. Yes, sir. And then then we got he got game. Yeah, yeah. He, that's my number one as well. Denzel Washington. Facts, facts. And then, uh, you know, I got Leo DiCaprio. Obviously, we got the Titanic. Shutter Island, which is a crazy movie. I feel like 
I feel like when you watch Shutter Island, you have to rewatch it again to understand what is actually happening in the movie. I have if not you've seen, seen it. I have not you, seen Shutter Island. You need to see it, man. You need to see it. Um, I have to. The Revenant. Oh, great, great, great movie. movie. Great. Wolf of Wall Street. Everybody's seen that. Yeah. <laughs> and Crazy. then we got, and then we got Blood Diamond. You remember that movie? Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, I remember Blood Diamond. I haven't seen it in a minute, but when great that came movie. out, I wasn't supposed to see it, but I saw it. <laughs> and then this is this is another thing. This is another this is another not actor but actress. Taraji P. Henson, dog. Who is what what is she in? Oh I'm, my you don't know who I'm Taraji not, P. Henson is? I'm probably oh like what is she playing? Because I I'm gonna know based off her characters, not her name. Alright. You remember have you seen that uh, movie Baby Boy with Tyrese Gibson in it? Baby Boy? Yes. No. Oh my god, finest! Oh my god, I, know, I thought tripping. you would have seen that. I thought well, you would okay, have seen that. Okay, what other what what's like her biggest move that I've probably seen? Hustle and Flow, the one with uh, Terrence Howard. No, I haven't. Finest, I thought you would have knew them too, dude. Bro, you know I got You know, my movies are it's either superheroes, cars, action, and that's that's pretty much it. I feel you. I feel you. I'm more. Uh, I'm more. Uh, adventured out to different, you know, movie topics and all that. But yeah, I got Taraji at uh, number three, man. I think she's a really good actress, especially in Hustle and Flow. That movie was great. Great movie. Um, but yeah, who 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 you got, man? Okay. Uh, obviously, Denzel Washington's my number one goat. And then a movie that uh, I didn't. I guess it, it probably wasn't a big movie. I didn't hear, hear about it. But I saw it on Netflix. Deja Vu. It's mm-hmm. a good movie by Denzel Washington. Um, and uh, there's another one I was thinking of. I forgot. Anyway, number two, I got to go. My boy, William Smith. I don't even know William's his real name, but Will Smith. Mm-hmm. You got it. I, Robot. I am Legend. Pursuit of Happiness. Seven yes, Pounds. Uh, Men uh, in Black. Oh, yeah. Men in Black. Bad, Bad Boys. boys. <laughs> you got a. I saw. Did you see Gemini or Gemini Man or whatever? No, what's that about? It's basically him fighting himself and like they made a clo- It's like he's like ex military, like one of the greatest like military operatives that the country's ever seen. He could take down a, an entire country by himself, basically. And they wanted to, but he was getting older, so he like retired and he kind of got set up and they cloned him. And they sent him his clone out to kill him, type shit. And it, it was, it's weird, it's trippy, but it. I liked it a lot. You know, I don't know how the reviews did, but I liked it. It's not his best movie, but mm-hmm. it's good. And then what Han- about Hancock? Hancock, yes, yes. I was about to say that, dude. That is a funny movie. great movie. I wish, <laughs> bro. I wish they had did like a like more sequel. Yeah, I wish it was mm-hmm. like a running sequel. Yeah, uh, I feel like he could. I feel like he could have made. He could have done something out of that. I really feel like he, he could have, like a black <laughs> Superman. That's yeah, pretty much what it was. Exactly. Yeah, he could have made some. Yeah, if they if they kept on doing that, he could have made. He could have made a you know a good sequel out of that. Made some hella money too. Oh, for sure. Uh, my number three. My number three fluctuates. Like my one and two are set in stone. My number three switches. Sometimes it's uh. Sometimes it's The Rock. Um, you know he's a niche actor. He kind of plays you know, similar roles in all his movies just because he's so big. But, like, I like that he's good at 
his roles. Mm-hmm. Um, but then sometimes, like it used to be Gerard Butler because Three Hundred is one of my favorite movies of all time, and he just mm-hmm. went hard. And then Law Abiding Citizen, he was really good in that. Um, and then sometimes Chris Hemsworth is climbing up my list at number three sometimes. Because have you seen Extraction on Netflix? No, uh uh-uh. uh. Oh my, it's from uh, the director, the same is one of the Russo brothers, the directors of like the Avenger movies and stuff. Great movie. He's a plays like this military guy. Great, ph- phenomenal movie. It's a Netflix <laughs> original. Great movie. I love it. And, th- and I, they came out saying they're doing a second one. And then when he, you know, his Thor stuff is kind of good too, but that's not the only thing I'm ranking off of. But like it, it switches. Usually like The Rock, uh, um, there's some other people that kind of slide into number three every now and then. It just depends who drops the latest movie and if it's good. Because, like, the Aquaman dude was up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the actress that plays uh, Wonder Woman, I forget their names, but she was number three for the longest. But, yeah, mm-hmm. those, are, those, are, those are my top three. Not bad, not bad, not bad. Now, man, <clears throat> I want to talk about this series right here. And it's 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 one of those series, man, that you really have to pay attention to throughout the whole every episode you have to pay attention. If you slip up once, you will not know what's going on. The series called The Wire. Have you ever heard of it, bro? I've heard of it. I have not watched it. What is it on? It's on HBO. Uh, they got five that's seasons. Why. Five that's because I don't have access to HBO. I, I I might have to give you my access just to let you watch that, man. It's it's, it's a good series and everything. So basically just a little background about it. It's based in Baltimore. There's five seasons, like I said, and they're okay. all in chronological order. So the first season is about the illegal drug trade. Okay. The second season okay. is about the seaport system, and okay. that and, and the the first the first and second season are kind of intertwined a little bit. Um, like they use the ports to like transport the drugs. It, it, yeah, exactly. And Ooh, then my favorite. Um, and then they talk about there's um in in the first part of the episode is a lot of sex trafficking and stuff like that. And they're trying to, the, 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 uh, I guess the Baltimore PD is trying to find out, you know, how they're, how this is happening and everything and all that. Third season goes into the city government and the bureaucracy and everything. That one is basically talking about, um, it's kind of interesting when you see it, it in the, in the city of Baltimore, there's so much drugs and everything that the cops and uh, the police department couldn't patrol it. So basically they set up this like border and stuff in like, I guess like from like a few blocks or whatever in within the city of where like they could, they could legally use drugs and everything. But if they step out that zone, that's when, you know, they get arrested and everything. Okay. Pretty interesting. Pretty interesting. Sounds like then, something we might need in real life. Mm-hmm. May. Eh, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> well, it, it would it would extremely reduce the it would help with this war on drugs we've been having for like the past I don't know how many decades. Mm-hmm. But continue. Then we go into the education and school system, and the thing this this is my favorite favorite season just because there's an officer named uh, Presbaluski. He worked in the uh, first what season is that? Yeah, the fourth season. The past, the first, second, and third season, he worked as a cop, you know, doing all, like, the cop work, the, the you know, detective, all that. He retires. He goes to the school system, and he, and that's when he finally realizes, you know, like, how, like, you know, what the kids are going through, 
and um, just how school system. And he's really like he really gets a better understanding of why things are happening in the community and everything like that. And then the uh, fifth season is basically based on the print news medium, which is kind of interesting. I really know how to, I, I really don't know how to describe it because there's so many things going on because it's the last season, basically. And it's just everything's just intertwined and it just kind of. I don't want to say like really like everything comes out at the end, but everything's just so intertwined at the end of the season. Everything is right. very hard to it's very hard to explain what goes goes on. You just have to watch every season, every season uh, and everything just to get the better understanding of it. But the thing that I think that's really great about the series and everything, there's politicians and and obviously uh, in the United States government that have watched this TV show series. And they say that is probably one of the best series that they've seen. And, you know, if a politician says that it's a good series, man, I think that that speaks a lot of words, to be honest. There's some accuracy to it? Yeah, because there's some accuracy to it. So, yeah. Next thing I want to talk about, man, is this uh, docuseries called The Fear of 13. How, and how I came about, uh, you know, about this documentary and everything. I was on uh, Joe Rogan one. Did you know Joe Rogan, his podcast? Have you ever looked oh. at him? Coast, I know, like the godfather of podcasting, <laughs> the man who signed for over a hundred million dollars to podcast. Of course, yes, I sir. know Joe Rogan. Hey. <laughs> but anyways, goodness. man, I, I came across his podcast, and um, he was he was interviewing this guy named Nick Yar- Yaris, and it was about how um, so basically Nick Yaris was convicted of a murder and spent twenty two years on death row in Pennsylvania. Uh huh. Crazy, crazy story, dude. You really got to like it, it's very interesting about his experiences and everything that he, he went through in jail over those 22, uh, you know, years. But um, in 2004, he was obviously uh, he was released from prison uh, from due to like DNA evidence that uh, proved found innocent. innocent. Of course. Mm-hmm. Of course. Was this dude he, black? was this person black? Nah, nah, nah. White dude. Oh, White dude. really? OK. <laughs> yes, sir. A switch yeah. up. OK. I yes, like sir. It. But the thing, hold on, let me let, let me tell you, let me give you just one perspective of the, this one time, this one event that he was talking about. So he was getting transported to, I think, a different jail or something like that. And um, they pulled over or whatever for him to use the bathroom or whatever. So obviously they have a guard standing at the car and they have a guard obviously watching him just so he won't run away. Right. So I guess he slipped off from the guard and I guess the guard just took his eyes off of him. He came around the corner and the guard that was standing by the car um, saw him and immediately he didn't see the other guy. So I guess the cop immediately thought that, you know, like he, he beat the dude up and got away. So the dude started firing his gun at him and he ran all the way into the woods. Remind you, this is in the middle of winter in Pennsylvania. So the snow on the ground and everything. This dude supposedly hid out in the woods, I think, for like two to three days, frostbite, broken, I think, broken foot and everything. Hid out in the woods for two days while they were like searching the area and everything. And then obviously they finally got him and everything. And then, you know, they brought him back. They probably they probably beat him up, too, to be honest. But, uh, yeah, man, it's a good it's I don't want to spoil really too much uh, of the uh, documentary and everything. It's a good documentary. Very interesting. And it's just, it's just a very good perspective of like, I guess you can say of how people 
you know how how people live on death row and everything. Oh, um, so, is this also on HBO? No, this was on Netflix. I believe they took it off. Oh, but I mean, I, I you I, you you can find it. I bet you can find it anywhere. Like on, I bet you can rent it for like two dollars. To be honest, like on YouTube or something. Yeah, something like that. Speaking of HBO, you seen Ballers? No, but <laughs> Hunter Woosley ah, has told me about it, and I need ah, to watch it. You have I need to watch, to watch it. If you, I feel like if you're an athlete. You have to you, like even it doesn't even matter because it's you know it's football oriented. But if you're an athlete in general, you have to watch this. It's it's so good. I feel like there's a lot of you know it's a show, so it's not like a documentary thing. But I feel like there's a lot of accuracy to how what goes on behind the scenes and dealing with like you know these agents that are dealing basically with like hundreds of millions of athletes' dollars, like trying to get them contracts with teams. Like I feel like it's an accurate representation of them, like, trying to basically babysit the athletes that are brand new and, you know, trying to get the vets the best money that they're worth and negotiating. I feel like there's a lot of, like, uh, insight to how the behind-the-scenes stuff works. So it's, it's so good, bro. Yeah, I'm going to – Hunter's been trying to put me on that for a long time. I need to – I need to – you know what? I might go ahead and watch one – a few episodes tonight, and I might get yeah. my little – and look, it's, my little... it's starring number three on my list. The mm-hmm. Rock. I, the just, rock. Moved, <laughs> I just moved to number three just because we're talking about ballers. <laughs> uh, but 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 listen to this. How about this? So you know, you know what uh, whitewash means. Kinda. So whitewash is basically when uh, is basically when. Well, I'll give you an example. Because this, you want to talk about? I've never been more shook in my entire life than when I found out. That Beethoven, this the you know the guy that that's the the this conductor of this great conductor of music, right? Mm-hmm. This man is black, Calvin. Did you know this? Whoa, 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 okay. whoa, 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 yes. whoa, 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 hold yes. the phone, hold yes. the phone, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. How'd you find this out? Please whoa. tell me how you find this out, bro. How you found this out, Calvin. I'm so shook, dude. My whole life been so, a lie. <laughs> so, so look, so here's how I found out. So, you know, I'm on Twitter surfing. You know, I'm just scrolling through my timeline. And it's right around when the the whole George Floyd stuff happens. And, you know, like, you know, black people are standing up proud, proud. And, like, you know, people are wanting change. And I saw so on my Twitter feed, it said, like, uh, so you heard about the Statue of Liberty being whitewashed? Mm-hmm. So you know the Statue of Liberty was a gift from the French, the gift a gift from the French to to the slaves. Um, basically, get to the French once the slaves gained their freedom. They gave mm-hmm. it basically for the slaves. It was a gift from the French, right? But the original design of it was an African American woman with shackles and with broken shackles on her wrist and on her ankles. Um, holding, I forget what she's holding in her hand. And but, obviously, they ain't gonna put that up. Right, right. So they're basically, they're not gonna put that monument up. Yeah, basically, all the white people are like, no, 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 no. We're not putting this up in our country. And so he redid the design. But but if you if you actually go back, if you go to the Statue of Liberty to this day, currently the chains on her ankles are actually still there, um, which blew my mind. But anyway, that's whitewashed because they they tried to change what the initial meaning of sexual liberty is to sick to basically uh signal or appeal to everybody and not just slaves which you know i get it they wanted to appeal to all americans and not just towards black people you know whatever mm-hmm. so 
whitewash. That's an example of whitewash. So what they did is Beethoven back in, I don't know how long ago this was, but he was an, he was a black composer, but a black person being this renowned composer is like, no, no bet. That's not going to work like in, in the country, in America, in, in this, in this country or whatever. Right. So mm-hmm. turns out they would, uh, when they painted pictures of him, they would paint his skin white or when he'd go to do live performances, they would literally, uh, they would literally deck his face out in like thick, thick white powdered makeup to make him look more white. But I'm telling you, oh, Calvin, you can Google it, God. look it up. This man was black. Oh my, like there's a quote of a person that, uh, that, that knew Beethoven. And, um, he said that his skin, cause if you look, it said he was German. That, that mm-hmm. was probably just something made up. But uh, one of the people, I forget the quote. I have, I'd have to find this. But he basically said that, like, uh, he looked at Beethoven and he looked like he didn't have a single ounce of German in him. His skin, we're not talking, like, light skin that might pass for white. He said his skin was dark, was like a dark brown. Not, he's, like, not an ounce of German in his blood. Like, this yeah, man. So he looked like me. So he looked yes, like me. <laughs> like, this man was, but, like, you know, history, they've always taught it that he was just, you know, white because that's, that's, he was whitewashed. I got a question. I got a question. I got to say this. This this is another thing that sticks out to me. You know, you can tell somebody by their ethnicity, by their hair, you know? Yeah. So how did they cover that part up? Wig. Cause you... <sighs> Yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. I'm shook. I'm gonna have to read. I'm gonna have to dabble in into this, bro. I I've I literally fell into like a rabbit hole of just <laughs> all this Beethoven stuff. Cause oh. uh, if you look up his mom, his biological mom, I believe. Uh, oh, I'm trying to find this quote. His biological mom is like African. Wow. Wow. Yeah. It, and you found this on Twitter? Well, th- I found like some, I found like somebody was saying Beethoven was black on Twitter. And then I took it upon myself to like go find some sources. Cause you know, I saw it on Twitter. I was like, you know, it's Twitter. They might just be whatever. But I did some digging and I was like, oh my gosh, this man was legit black. So listen to this. This is the, I found the tweet that I saw. It says, uh, Ludwig von Beethoven was an Af- was of African descent. The truth is, ethnic origin was covered up through a mixture of white powder worn in his face out in public. The use of body doubles for portraits and Eurocentric historians hiding the truth of his ethnic his genetic heritage. Finest. We're back. <laughs> little technical difficulties on my behalf. I'm, I apologize. I'm telling but, you, you you got to get a you got to get a router booster. Yeah, I got to do something, man. Yeah, this this connection up down here is not good. It's trash, McGee. But uh, yeah, man, that's that that's just crazy. Just <laughs> that's just crazy how that 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 dude turns out that he's black. And now I really now I'm really curious to see who else is actually black. That's you know famous for. Like paint, like oh, I just don't know, man. This I'm is saying. it's so mind blowing, dude. 
there has to be if it's Beethoven, dude, there's probably many, 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 many more. Has to be. Gosh, man. Gosh. Oh well, man. At least the truth coming out now. <laughs> right. So yeah. Better late than never. Exactly. But look, now I, I, so I have a to- I had a topic I have a topic that we're gonna talk about that's actually that was actually requested by a fan. Um oh, I should have wrote down who requested it, but they know who they are. But they wanted to know that this we're going to like an educational section, but they wanted to know the impact for going for grad degrees. Um Basically, I guess in your life. Um, and I first wanted to say that I feel like it's only really important to go for a grad degree if you need it. Because, you know, I'm going mm-hmm. for my PhD, but I'm not one of those guys that believe like every every individual should go to college. Because I don't believe that if you're, you know, whatever you're trying to do, college might not be for you. It'd be just a waste of money and time. If what you're trying to do doesn't require you to have a college degree, then there's no point in going to college. But mm-hmm. to, 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 to get into the topic, I feel like for people that need that graduate degree, it helps so much. And just like, you know, how and you know, how you're undergrad, you kind of feel like you're just studying for the test, but you don't actually retain any of the information because you're kind of just it's just a bunch of cramming, cramming mm-hmm. and stuff. I feel like going for that grad degree for me uh, personally, it's helped to like further develop my critical thinking skills and my like solving problem solving skills. Cause a lot of the problems you deal with in grad school is more or less like, here's a problem. I don't, and, you know, from a professor standpoint, here's a problem. I don't care how you get to the solution, but find a solution. And it kind of mm-hmm. starts to create your own way of, of thinking for yourself and problem solving in your own way. Because undergrad, you know, it's, you have this problem, here's the formula, use this step, this step, and this step. Mm-hmm. And like, that's how you do it day in and day out. Grad school is more of just like, okay, here's a problem. Do what, do what we, you know, use your tools to come up with a way to solve it. It could be your way, it could be the textbook way, it could be a shortcut way, but as long as you find the right answer, it doesn't matter. And I feel like that impact can carry you, uh, um, can help, um, down the road and just life in general, if and, you need the degree. And the thing too, with me, with graduate degree and everything like that, I feel like it it helps out because I don't know how your your program was, but when I was at UTC, I was doing the teacher leadership program, and most of our stuff was you know we had papers and stuff to do all that, but most of our stuff was more like. Like when we talked and everything is more of group settings and just learning about like each other's experience and stuff and how they handled it and everything like that. Right. So I think graduate degree, it like like you said, it is good to have it and everything. It's, you know, if you really, really need it, obviously, you know, if you're going to like medical law, anything like that, of course you need it. Right. But like, like business and stuff. Yeah, I can see it, but like I feel like when you try to get like business, like like a like a business and everything, I feel like they solely look at your experience and everything like that, not by the degree. Because yeah, I feel, I feel like, like people, yeah, yeah, because people are gonna look more. I mean, yeah, the piece of paper definitely is gonna get you to where you need, but it's the experience. Like, what what did you do during your time during this? Like, how did you make the company better, or how did you make your department better, something like that? You know. Yeah, I feel like, like you said, with like a business, with business and stuff like um, along those lines, 
that I feel like the degree of it would be easier to get your foot in the door, but that ex- it'd be it'd be easier to help you get your foot in the door, but you're still gonna have to build experience versus you know let's take person A they 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 don't um, and then you know some people don't even need their bachelors depending on what your careers or what you want to do you know mm-hmm. just just know what you need if what you're trying to do doesn't require you it just requires you to have a, a high school diploma and you can get straight to the workforce I mean go for it that's all you need mm-hmm. um, but it's, that's just me you know laying the groundwork is, first yeah this is another thing too that I want to speak on which is very interesting so um, right now I'm job searching and everything I've been using LinkedIn and everything just trying to connect with different people and everything I connected with this one guy and um, he's a pro he well right now he's a project manager and I was looking at, you know, his uh, bio and everything. Dude didn't go to college, didn't have no, like, higher education and everything. And I'm just sitting, I'm just like, how did you, I was just very interested. I was just like, how did you get to the point with you, where you are without a degree? And he was like, basically, he started out as a, an administration assistant. assistant, And those jobs don't really require, require a degree. You just right. have a high school diploma and everything. And what he said is just like, how he got into the role he was, he was a uh, obviously he was an administration assistant um, with some I, I forgot I forgot what medical uh, what what medical uh, program he was with or company or industry, but he was just saying that um, he just knew the ropes like he just started knowing like what like you know what happens the daily functions and everything like that and then he said after he you know got more comfortable with it and learning that uh, you know what goes on daily then he they had an opening for a project manager and he got it. And obviously, you know, with more money, more responsibility and everything and all that. And I was just sitting there. I'm just like, this man didn't go to college or anything like that. He still got the position that he wants that pays great money. I think he said, I think, I think he gets around like 80 something K to like almost six figures, something like that, which is crazy without a college degree. Right. But at the same time, he, you know, he worked for it, you know, he worked for at, at the position at a, as an administration assistant. You know, he worked at the position for I think he said like four years, and then, you know, then he got to that next level. So, yeah, yeah, I, I kind of, I feel like that's like you know kind of how it goes. Where if you don't have the college degree, you kind of I feel like you just you you know you start at level one at entry level that probably just requires you know a high school diploma. You just work your way up the ranks, um, and then you know I kind of feel like you know. Uh, uh, a college degree or even a, a graduate degree, you know, for let's say the same job, you might start at level two or three, you know what I'm saying? But in some cases, now I think about it, it kind of might even out because the time you spend in school while this person, you know, goes straight from high school into the workforce, by the time you get out, he's already, you know, level mm-hmm. three or four, but you know, but in the thing about it with, and this is the thing too, with um, degrees and everything, um, if you have that degree and everything, you can skip that first step, that entry level. Just yeah, for sure. But the thing about it, though, that I really think everybody that that my critique on it or my uh, how I think differently on it, I feel like everybody needs to start that entry level just to just to learn the foundation. Oh, yeah. Know, yeah. It. Know the works. Yeah. Because you it's hard to just throw somebody out there and they don't even know, like the job function or you know what like what needs to be done or what's priority you know so yeah that's a good point that that makes makes good sense all the you know we just 
dropping knowledge. Definitely. But yeah, that's Definitely. that's. I feel that's a good uh, a summation of impact of going for grad degree. It, it uh, one, it just depends if you need it, and two, you know, it uh, I feel like it'll help in the long run with a lot of skills and knowledge that you need to have. And connections too. Connections too. That definitely oh, helps big, out. That might be the. I feel like that might, for me at least, knowing the people that I know, like just from what knowing the people that I went to Mizzou with, looking at some of the friends that I know, the places that they're mm-hmm. in, like mad connections, mm-hmm. like dummy mad connections. I know a guy that sells cars. I know a guy that sells real estate. I got some. I got some buddies in the league. Mm-hmm. I know uh I know a guy that's in recruiting, I know a guy that's in sports development, I know a guy that's in uh oh uh that's in the supplement space that can get you, you know, if you need some human growth hormones, I I, I can get you whatever you need. <laughs> like, you know, like and these people are just a phone call away because I, you know, they're friends and I got their numbers, they got mine kind of thing. I feel that might be the biggest impact is just networking, and then you kinda, you know, you're kinda a phone call away from somebody knowing somebody to hook you up with something you need kind mm-hmm. of thing. That's that's probably the biggest takeaway I'd get from or I'd get from that. And yeah, and what what I'm learning too, dude, is just everything really revolves around who you know and everything like that to get to the place where you want to be. So yeah, man. Connections, connections, connections will help you get to where you want to be, I feel like. But another topic about education and everything. I know a lot of people are going back to college and everything while this whole COVID pandemic is still happening. Um, and, you know, a lot of teachers, too, right now are just I know they're pretty stressed out because I know my mom's pretty stressed out about it because she works with um, special ed kids and everything. And another thing, too, which I want to talk about this, because I know my mom's not the only one. You remember uh, Brooke Hughes from high school? She's yeah. a teacher. And she uh, I was on Instagram, you know, just scrolling through stories and everything. She had an Instagram basically saying teachers are going through it and everything and basically saying how the school year is going to pan out. And my, my thing, too, you're, you're a teacher assistant and everything. How, how is that looking like for you guys right now? Um, it's, it's very weird and volatile right now because – um, I do believe that UTSA has has came out and said that we're going um, at least for our department. It's all online, mm-hmm. so uh, you know, being that I work like in the more of a co- collegiate setting, all of my stuff's going to be online. Mm-hmm. So I'll have to deal with that. Like that's a mess in on its own, but it's it's very flexible. You got to be flexible right now if, if you're in in any kind of education profession. You got to be very very flexible. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And uh, yeah, man, this is this is the thing that I think my mom is having trouble with. She works with special ed kids in uh, Metro Nashville, and um, Metro Nashville is obviously you know the the kids that she deals with come from you know very low income homes and uh, single parent homes. And with that being said, having things online, most of those kids don't have you know um, connection to internet and everything. And that even put, you know, a bigger barrier on her trying to get her students, you know, to complete the, the work that she needs them to complete. And, you know, doing the curriculum and everything that the um, that the county needs her to do and all that thing that she that she is stressing over so bad is that 
is that the kids just don't have the internet connection. And what she wants to do, which is a huge liability, but I feel her on this, is that um, what she was planning on to do, she's been to the board and everything. She's written up, you know, documents and everything like that just to present to them to, to you know, kind of, I guess, um, I guess, like, support the reason why she wants to do this. But she's trying to do, she wants to pick up the kids and everything and bring them to the house just for the internet connection. And then obviously, she she obviously wants to feed them and everything like that. But it's such a big liability because, you know, you know, coming to somebody's house, picking a kid up and bring them all the way to, you know, somebody else's house. And that's, and it's very hard right now and everything with her just trying to get, uh, get her students to, you know, obviously complete the coursework and all that. But. But yeah, man, it's a very difficult time and everything like that. And um, I know a lot of teacher uh, teachers are out there just stressing and all that. But uh, yeah, man, that's just my two cents. I only talk about about co- that the school system and what the teachers are dealing with right now. Oh yeah, yeah, I yeah, I feel you because um, in March that's when we had to switch to all online, so I had to get I had to turn. So I teach a lab where it's like a physical hands-on lab and we moved it to online. So I had to take like my, my lab manual and my lab book is about the size of a dictionary. So it's thick. Right. And I had to take all of that and put it online accessible, set it up in a lesson plan in like a week. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and especially I kind of, you know, I feel like my, my, my is not that bad. Because in college, you know, the, the college they have at UTSA, they're they're opening their libraries and the, the Wi-Fi is free. And so if you need to, you can just go on campus. You know, nobody's on campus. You don't have to really worry about um, you can still social distance because campus is pretty much a ghost town. But, like, you know, they have it available to where if you need Internet or, you know, some people don't have the resources. But if they have this resources for you to go online and do your stuff. So, you know college is kind of uh, in a better spot versus high school because like my brothers have going through it you know right now because he's still at independence mm-hmm. where you know t- you know teachers got families and they're going to be risking them being exposed to to covid and bringing it back to their family and then you know you can look you know i don't want to get too all statistical about death rate and What's the chances, yada, yada, yada. That's not the point. The point is people got families that they're trying to protect Mm -hmm. because you don't know who has, you know, an infant or who's caring for their grandma or who maybe a kid is going to school and their grandma's their guardian and she's 90 or 80 or, you know what I'm saying? You don't know who's at somebody's house that that can be exposed. Exactly. So you got all, so you got all these problems and then, you know, you know, you got kids that, that when, you know, (laughs) you know, if we were in high school and we heard we was going all online, Mm -hmm. It's a party. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We ain't gotta go to school, say less. Mm-hmm. You know, you you half ass doing work. You you're not even paying attention to this. You just whatever, whatever. And then when you do homework, you can just Google everything. Like mm-hmm. that's gonna be the biggest problem is the curriculum is not gonna be as effective as it really is because you really need to be there in that focus setting, taking actual notes. You know that's not gonna happen with ninety percent of these high schoolers. No, not not at all. You know they're but, gonna be on the Zoom meeting while they're playing video games. Right, they're gonna have the the screen pause. Mm-hmm. They just gonna be. They just got it background music. And the thing about it too, I know Williamson County. They had the um, 
they had uh what's it called they did the first two weeks online supposedly and now they're like transitioning to you know going back to school and everything like that i think they're like doing like uh i think it's like first grade to like i don't even know like first grade to like fifth grade goes back uh I think like sometime I think they already went back or something. Then it's like the middle schoolers go back, then the high schoolers go back. Uh, all by like I think the, I think by like the thirty first, everybody should be back in the school and everything, and all that. Like classes should be back in session uh, for the high school. But man, I just don't see that really happening because it, like I said, it only takes one person to get it, and they shut everything and down. die. And they shut well, everything down. And and God forbid one of, one of them dies, then you got a you got a case uh, on your I hand. Mean, yeah, you got a lawsuit. Yeah, because and then because if it gets to the point where they're making students sign waivers to go back to school, mm-hmm. then that's it's a problem if you got to do all that. Yeah, especially private schools. Eh, different story. Public schools. Yeah, you know a lot of you know a lot of kids. That's their lunch because you know public school lunch is free. Mm-hmm. That's how them kids eat for some people. Like. You know, I'm saying like, some people they need to go back to school, and that, and that, and and that is the sole thing what my mom was talking about. That is the sole thing what my mom was talking about. Like kids come to school, and they 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 really depend on that meal, not depend on it, but like you know, like that that it's that, important. That, that might be their only meal of the day, which people don't right. think about, and it's just it's just really hard to just think about that you know you got kids out there that only only meal they get is just from school and they got to wait that full 24 hours to come back to school to get another meal and then yeah you, another decent meal and, and then you got to think about it when friday hits that's the weekend you don't see those kids until monday so they're you don't know what's going to happen in those two days that they're you know by themselves so i don't know man it's just everything's up in the air right now uh, I hope everything gets back to normal. I hopefully nobody catches COVID, especially in the school system. Right. But did you hear the superintendent caught COVID? Did you hear about that? And, and was the county? Mm-hmm. No, I did not hear about that. Yeah. Supposedly he did. I don't know if that's true or not, but I've heard from multiple people that came into my work and have told me about that. So that's another thing. I'm like, superintendent caught it. Maybe y'all should look a little bit more into what y'all are doing and everything. Is the superintendent male or female? Uh I think he's a male. Uh I feel like I don't 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 hold me on that, but I think he is a male. Um it if he has a if he has a big ego, he's not gonna change whatever decision he's made. No. No, he's not. Well well we never know. If he caught it and he and he has some really bad symptoms, he might be like, Hold up now, wait a minute. <laughs> We we might even stay online. This is not nothing to play with. Exactly. This shit sucks. <laughs> but yeah, man, for everybody that's going back to college and obviously the high schools that are going back to school, please, please take care of yourselves and just know that you might be putting others at risk. So please wear whatever they the, the whatever they do in the school system, wear masks, wash your hands. Please do that. So you're protecting everybody that you're around. And get your ass in the gym. Yes, sir. <laughs> some of y'all carrying around some weights y'all need. Mm. Get right. Talking about that freshman 15 boy. <laughs> the quarantine 50. 50. Uh-huh. That unhealthy weight. <laughs> All right. So now we're getting into my favorite part of the podcast. So now, those of you that have been listening and keeping up with the podcast from episode one, 
we've had well, we've had a station called Would You Rather, and we're switching it up a little bit. We're calling it lunch table questions. So basically, it's the same thing. It's like it's just questions. So it doesn't have to be a Would You Rather, but they're just interesting hypothetical questions that we ask and debate about. Um, I'm so, Mister. I'm still doing the Would You Rather because I feel like I still got some. Okay, some good yeah, ones. you can you well, you can do Would You Rather's. I have I. I have. I got I one. I, I got have. one. I got one that's not a would you rather though, and and we debated this at work. So okay, you you go first. You go first. You go first. All right, all right. If we're talking about a street fight, just a full on street fight, anything goes. Who are you taking, Kimbo Slice or Mike Tyson? Ah. Because <laughs> for, for for the people that don't know who Kimbo Slice is. Just look up Kimbo's fight. R.I.P. Yes, R.I.P. Look up his fights on YouTube. His backyard brawls. Oh my gosh, bro! He 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 literally went pro off of those it, those videos. Yeah, he did. Honestly, yes, he did. <laughs> uh, I'm ah, oh, <laughs> I still might I still might go Mike Tyson, just because. Not only is he, I mean, they're, yes, they were both professionals, but. Ah, I don't know because Mike Tice, uh, Kimbo Slice went and went uh, MMA, right? Yeah, he did. Ooh, if if they stay up and they strike, if they stay on their feet, I'll give it to Mike Tyson. Are I you feel serious? Like Kim- no, yes, no, no, wait. If they're standing up, we're talking, bro. We're talking Mike Tyson, the greatest heavyweight boxer to have ever lived. Okay, we're talking Mike. Wait, is it heavyweight? Is it light heavyweight? It was one of those. I feel like he was a heavyweight, though. Any, any, whatever weight division he's in, the greatest of that weight division to have ever fought. We're talking that man. Because don't get me wrong, Kimbo Slice was professional. His career was not the same level as Mike Tyson. So if, we're, if they stay up and they're just boxing, like striking, mm-hmm. I will give it to Mike Tyson. If Kimbo Slice gets Mike Tyson to the ground, it's, I give it to Kimbo Slice. It's game over. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm still taking Kimbo. I'm still taking Kimbo. <laughs> but them, them, both of them do some heavy hitters. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you go ahead. How many do you have? Let me see. I got seven. <laughs> okay, you just go ahead and do all of yours because okay. I only have like two. Okay, 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 okay. All right, this is the would you rather, all right? So okay. would you rather work for a boss that you hated and make great money, great money, like, let's say about, like, 100K to 200K. Or or would you work for a boss that you love, but you made minimum wage? Minimum wage? <laughs> no, I'm going with, oh, I, ah, I can imagine Luckily, I've been fortunate enough to. I've never worked. I've never had a boss I didn't like. Oh, I've had. But I, so I, I've I couldn't. Have, I had. I couldn't imagine working for somebody I hated. But I'd have to go with working for somebody that I hated. Oh, yeah. For a hundred, two hundred k a year, I could buy. Yeah, I could. Yeah, if it, it was that much money, I'd just suck it up every day. Just whatever. Right, just suck it up, and then when I get home, I can just just. I'll buy a punching bag to put in my 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 house or something. I'm gonna be sleeping nice in that California California bed, bro. <laughs> right, I'm gonna have a big old Texas house. <laughs> All right. Would you rather 
be able to tell when somebody's lying or be able to te- uh, lie without anybody knowing. Ooh. Like even passing lie detector tests? Yeah. Probably, <laughs> probably tell, tell if somebody's lying. Tell somebody's lying. True, true. Yeah, because then I'm going to just start asking a hell of questions. You need to get them caught so up. Up, up you're lying. Come here. <laughs> All right. Would you rather to be able to uh, to see ultraviolet light or be able to hear high frequencies that no one else can hear? Uh, ultraviolet. Yeah, I, I got to go ultraviolet because of my, my astrophysics background. A lot of the stuff I research is in ultraviolet light. Okay, okay. That'd okay. be pretty cool. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, I'll, I'll probably go with that too. All right. Would you rather... Lick and seal a thousand envelopes, or fold a thousand piece of pieces of laundry. Lick and seal. Lick and seal. Yes, sir. FedEx. Uh, UPS. Laundry. U.S. Laundry. laundry. I feel like my tongue. I feel like my fold. You fold laundry. I feel like my tongue would dry, dry out so quick. <laughs> licking a thousand different envelopes. Yeah, bro. But them, them clothes, bro. Are they my clothes? Yes, of course they're your clothes. I ain't for nobody else's clothes. Well, <laughs> yeah, I still got to go. I'd go with the laundry. Yeah. yeah. All right, all right. Ooh. Would you rather find the lost city of Atlantis or find the biggest diamond in the world? Uh, do If I find Atlantis, do I own it? No, you don't own it, but you, you I guess you would get a publication of your findings and everything. Or find the biggest diamond in the world. Mm-hmm. But Probably but but, hold on, hold on, hold on. but here's a twist though. Here's a twist. Oh, uh, you're about to. Uh huh. All right. It's in the, the to 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 get to the biggest diamond. You have to go through the Amazon rainforest with all the all the all the animals, snakes, all that. You got to go through all that to find it. Do I find it? Yes, uh, obviously. Obviously, you find it, but you got to go through hell to get to it. Like, I'm talking about snakes, all that. <laughs> Shit. Uh, it's probably the diamond. Because I'm, I'm it's, yeah. Nah, probably I'm taking Atlantis, bro. I'm getting a publication. My name going to be stamped in something forever. <laughs> oh, good luck. I'm going to be a, a billionaire after I sell this diamond. I don't care, bro. You find the lost, the, that lost city of Atlantis, bro. You, you go to. <laughs> All right. Would you rather be the greatest dancer or the greatest singer? Oh. <laughs> like, oh. I'm talking about like, uh, like, okay. like, like Lloyd, like lay it down, Lloyd. Like, 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 like we talking Usher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can say that. We can say that. But your dance, but, uh, but your dance moves are impeccable, better than Chris Brown and Michael Jackson. Ah, uh, I feel like being able to sing that good, and not dance, it's kind of a bummer. I'm kind of leaning towards dance, cause I, uh, but then if you could sing like that, you could make millions just singing. I don't know if you could make millions just dancing. Jabberwockies. Come on now. Yeah, but do they? But do they make millions? I'm feel like they might make you know six figs, but not millions. Yeah, only thing I've seen them 
recently is that uh that uh uh what's it called that music video the baby had where they came up on yeah like i feel like they probably make a lot of money from youtube videos and maybe going on tour probably seeing because i'm gonna be dropping dummy music yeah i feel that i feel that and uh do i keep do i keep can i keep the do i keep the dancing i have now like dancing abilities i have now Sure, finest. <laughs> oh yeah, then for sure singing because I can somewhat, you know, already decently dance, so it's good enough if I can sing like really great. Ah, I just two step. I don't be doing all that because <laughs> like if I can already kind of sing, I go with dance, but I can't sing worth shit. So I, you know, I can hit a, I, I, the, I can hit a few high notes. You know what I'm saying? I, stop. <laughs> Take your hat off, sir. All right, all right. Last one I got. Would you rather have unlimited respect or unlimited uh, unlimited power? Ooh, probably. Uh, R-E-S-P-E-C-T. I'm going with that. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to go. Bro, I want, I want power. That's wild. But I feel like having power with no respect kind of defeats the purpose. You true. Yeah, true. I, I'll probably go unlimited respect. Okay. Touche, touche. So I feel like that could get you in a lot of doors, and you can just accumulate the power on your own. Yeah. Facts, 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 facts. So what you got for me, big dog? Okay. So I got three. Uh, one is a would you... This first one's a would you rather. Would you rather have unlimited groceries or unlimited gas? Hmm. As, and in, grocery, the gas, as in groceries, like what, what, what type of grocery are you talking about? Like healthy food, junk food, like what type of food? Any, any, any kind of grocery. So like toiletries, home essentials, like any, if you can buy it at Walmart, it counts as groceries. I'm going with the groceries, bro. I like to eat. I like to chef up stuff. Yeah, I'm going with the groceries for sure. Yeah, that's what I was going with. I was going to say with the gas. That, and that includes any and all vehicles. So, like, if you had a private jet, then it would also include that. But I don't think it's going to change anything. Yeah. Okay. So, now, if you could have any superpower, what would it be? And what's the catch to the superpower? Um, there has to be a catch. Man, way to put me on the spot, bro. Would you like me to go first, sir? Yeah, you go first. All right. So I've been thinking. About, I've I've been I've came up with the answer to this question when I was in like eighth grade. If I could have a superpower, it would be teleportation, but it would be molecular teleportation and not space time continuum teleportation, which is two different types of teleportation. And the catch would be I couldn't teleport anywhere I haven't been. But let me explain the two differences in teleportation. So you have your 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 eyes and uh, you have your oh my gosh I forget the name of it but you have it's called a wormhole you have a wormhole type of teleportation and it's basically when uh, you basically fold the the you can fold or bend space time continuum and create a wormhole between two points and you get there instantaneously right then you have molecular teleportation where you have on a molecular level so like the wormhole space time continuum. And the whole chunk, imagine like a block of chocolate just moves together as one solid piece, right? Mm-hmm. The difference between that and molecular teleportation is that your molecules individually, let's just say they vibrate to the point of the speed of light and then they, they teleport. 
and they become you can go from one place to another instantaneously. That is molecular teleportation. And the reason why I choose that one over the space I continuum is that therefore by that default, I can also uh, manipulate uh, I can manipulate my molecular structure. So that also means I could create clones of myself, which I can look, I'm just getting I'm getting deep into it. But I create clones <laughs> of myself, but the there's a catch for the clones, but the, yada yada. I create clones and I could also increase my density. So I can make myself super suit like I can basically decrease the gaps between my molecules and I, I can change the size of myself and I can increase the density toward uh, like a loop cage. So if you hit me, my, you know, my chest could be as like strong as steel, mm-hmm. something like that. That's why I would choose that because it comes with like a lot of caveat. It comes with a lot of different other stuff that's along the same basis of that power. So, yeah. Okay, I mess with that. I see that. I see that. I think mine will honestly be mind reading. Mind reading? Mm-hmm. You could conjure fire. You could open the gates of hell. You could bring down a thunderstorm on this earth, and you choose mind reading. Yes, sir. I'm choosing mind reader. I'm choosing it. I'm choosing. How you gonna save some? How you gonna save somebody with that? How am I gonna save somebody, bro? Mind reading, dude. You can read people's minds. You can think what they're thinking before before they actually say what they're gonna say. You not, you, bro. Come on, bro. Come on, man. Come mind on, man. reading? Yes, bro. Mind reading. Not I'm even like too. superhuman speed. No. I'm choosing mind right. reading, bro. Next one. Next one. Anybody can okay. debate with me. Anybody can debate with me on that one. All right. Well, speaking of superpowers, this is the last one. A one-on-one fight, one v one. Thor or Superman? Ooh. <laughs> well? Don't pick the wrong answer. There is a right answer to this. A right or wrong answer. And I will debate it to the end. All right, man. I'm going to just go ahead and just say I'm going to pick Thor. Okay. Are you just saying Thor, or do you have a reason for picking Thor? I don't know. I'm just picking Thor because I feel like that's the one that you would go pick. <laughs> so, look, here, let me tell you why Thor would win. One, all right, so we all know super. We all know Superman's weaknesses. Kryptonite, Red Sun, uh, like, he can't, lead isn't technically a weakness. I mean, but he can't see through lead, but, like, lead's not going to do anything to him. And... He, he has another weakness that a lot of people don't know about because it's not really portrayed in the movies, but it is in the comics. He has a weakness to magic. Thor's powers, his god powers, are based on magic. So Thor's powers, being that they're based on magic, would actually cripple. Like, they would... I'm not saying Thor would obliterate Superman, but the fact that Thor's lightning, Malnir, and all of his powers is based on magic... It break basically gets him an advantage in the fight, and that's why Thor would win. Now, a good matchup that would give a Thor a run for his money is Wonder Woman, because Wonder Woman doesn't have a weakness to magic, because her powers are also based on magic, because she is also a god or a goddess, just like Thor is a god. So they would actually, it would actually be, I uh, honestly, I think Wonder Woman. I'd probably take Wonder Woman probably six times out of ten. Because she, I believe she is faster, 
But in terms of strength and durability, they're pretty much the same. But I'm going Thor over Superman. Okay. 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 I just picked Thor just because, bro. <laughs> I ain't even going to lie to you. I'm I'm going to come with a superhero one-on-one every, every week. Okay. Okay. But all right. That wraps it up for this episode. Um, Guardians of 615. Remember, any suggestions, requests, topics, arguments, anything you want to hear, just email at uh, IV Podcast at IV Talks Podcast at gmail.com. That's IV Talks Podcast at gmail.com. Anything you want to say to people, Cal, before we sign out? Man, stay safe, wash your hands, and please, 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 please wear y'all mask. When y'all go out, <laughs> stop being so dirty, dirty, dirty. Look, look, the 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 cleanliness and hygiene people are doing now is the same level of hygiene they should have been had. You should people out here not washing their hands make me sick. Using the bathroom, looking at the sink, and then you just, bro, I saw a stat <laughs> like thirty three percent of people don't wash their hands after using the bathroom. A third of the America's population. Mind blown. Yeah, we ain't we ain't dapping up nobody. We just touching the elbows at this point. It's all elbow taps. <laughs> but all right, Ivy Talks signing out. Yes, sir.